Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, Storm Desmond blew half the Premiership card off course at the weekend. Aberdeen were the big beneficiaries, 2-0 winners over the D in the early kickoff at Dens Park. And a blistering start, really, Robert, by Derek McInnes' side. I'm expecting a 2-2 draw, weren't we, given it was Storm Desmond. But no, fantastic result for Aberdeen. A few questions been asked to them, Roger. I think you were talking about it in the office the other day, weren't you, about how Derek McInnes is such a good manager, but things the wheels kind of seem to come off a little bit after such a, a great start. But that's a great result for me. Dundee, Dens Park, really difficult place to go. Paul Hartley is, is a decent season there, sitting seventh in the league, I think, now. But yeah, Aberdeen going there, getting an early goal through now again, and then Adam Rooney. The Adam Rooney goal, I thought, was fantastic. Great ball across goal from, from Johnny Hayes, and, and he tucks, uh, tucks it away, albeit from... from three or four yards but a great result for Aberdeen because I think there was real questions over them wasn't there? Yeah it was interesting I thought it was interesting Derek's comments after the game he sounds as if he believes they are back on course they've edged closer to Celtic albeit now with Celtic's game against Hamilton been off they've got a game in hand but he sounded confident again and it's kind of words you haven't heard for Derek for a couple of months Listen we don't expect him to win the league I don't think anybody really expects him to win the league but you, you hope that they're going to keep going and at least make a fight of it Hearts are up there as well not far behind them but I think it's because they had such a great start to the season and when they go the, the run they were on without winning the games then, then that's why people are asking questions but it's only because we expect so much for Derek McInnes It was good to see Nalm again get that goal he took it well a low shot down past Scott Bain early on Taken short to Hayes Deflected it was kept alive by Taylor and swept home by McGinn Aberdeen have the lead Johnny Hayes with a cross deflected by Rory Loy turned back across goal by Taylor and there was Niall McGinn for his sixth goal of the season. It's not good defending by Dundee. It's a big week for him in Northern Ireland in this Euro 2016 draw on Saturday. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be buzzing for that, Roger. It's a, it's a massive season for him. He's been a huge player for them. You think he, he didn't really quite cut it at Celtic. How is he going to deal with that disappointment probably for him, for the boy? But he's been such an outstanding player for Aberdeen and one of the, one of the key men for them. But as I say, I thought the second goal was brilliant. It was great build-up play, a bit of patience for Aberdeen. They got it wide to Johnny Hayes. And his ball across for, for Rooney, he just couldn't miss. Dundee struggling to get a foothold in the game. Paul McGowan under pressure from McLean, losing out. Typical of the play so far, here's Kenny McLean. Couldn't get that to Rooney. Rooney survives though to keep it alive for Niall McGinn. McGinn has flood square. Hayes is free on the right, promising again for Aberdeen. Hayes with a cross, it's Rooney! 2-0 to Aberdeen. It's a striker's dream delivery from Hayes. We talk about McGinn and we talk about Hayes and we talk about Rooney and there's not really any surprise that they're key players but Willow Flood sort of come back into the team very quietly, just got on with his work and I noticed he was he was our man Robert Thompson's man in a match at the game at the weekend. There was no doubt it was a day for, for Floods wasn't it at the weekend given the weather. He's an unsung hero for Aberdeen in a lot of ways. It was the same at Dundee United, he, he got on with his job, probably wasn't rated and valued as much as he could have been but I think he had his injury problems at Aberdeen initially and he's come right back into the team and a day like Saturday and that kind of day that kind of environment going to Dens Park and a day like that 
you want somebody like Willow Flood who's going to put his foot in and, and get the players ticking and, and fair play. You're clearly pushing for a, a record in the number of weather-related puns in one podcast. Uh, I'm going to switch you to Dundee. Are they out of depth? I wouldn't say they're out of depth, Roger. I think seventh place in the league is pretty much where you'd expect them to be. Maybe some people would have thought they might be slightly higher, given that the squad they've got. It kind of frustrates me. I was watching the game and you've got somebody like Gary Harkins sitting there in the bench. For me, Gary Harkins, yeah. an outstanding player yeah, I would agree. on his day. Kind of bewildering a little bit why someone like him can't get into that team. Paul McGowan looked as though he was struggling a little bit in the game. But no, I think Dundee, no, I wouldn't say they're out of depth, Roger. I think that's pretty. Harkins, I like Harkins. I've always liked Harkins. It surprised me he's not been in the team more often. Now they've slipped into that bottom six, do you think Paul Harley will shake it up and you can maybe see more of Harkins and, and some of the guys who have been on the fringes? Yeah, I'd like to think so. As I say, I think I, I really rate Harkins. I thought Kilmarnock, he was outstanding when he was there. He went south and quite work out and he's come back up. These are the players you want to see in a Saturday. Get the ball at his feet, he can create something. And that's something for me, watching the game, it was missing from Dundee's team. I'd say Paul McGowan, another player, midfield player I rate highly was out of sorts I mean he's out of sorts and he's not creating things Dundee don't really have the other alternatives in the middle of the park and I know uh, Harkins was there and, and it's, it's just can't quite understand why he's not starting the, the team but Paul Hartley will know better than us maybe it's a fitness thing I'm not so sure but yeah he's one of the creative players in the league you want to see him playing every week Dundee United managed to move within six points of Motherwell at the bottom of the Premiership a 1-1 draw against Kilmarnock at Rugby Park but Robert will Mixu Pantalina be annoyed given that Kelly had 70 minutes with 10 men? Yeah, probably should be, uh, Roger. I mean, you think Kamant had a great start to the game through Chris Boyd. Delighted for him. But yeah, if you think you've got that length of time with an extra man, you should be looking to win the game. But in all fairness, I think the way Dun United have started the season, probably before that game, they would have taken a point. But you're right, these are the games. Maybe towards the tail end of the season, they might look back in that game and wonder, should they have done more? Chris Boyd, you said it took him only four minutes. This is McGinnis finding space on the right. That's a good delivery. There's Boyd! Food and drink for Chris Boyd, his third goal of the season, and no one takes them more simply. I mean, Gary Locke was always going to shake the team up, having lost five at home to Thistle the previous week. He's been patient, sitting on the bench for a long time, chances few and far between. Will that goal be enough to keep him in the side, you think, going forward? We all know Boyd is all about goals, and if he's scoring, then he'll think he's worth his place in the team. I think he has been patient. I've spoken to him two or three times in the last couple of months. He's been frustrated by what's going on there. He wants to play. He didn't go to Kilmarnock just to sit and see out the, the later part of his career. He, he's, he's very much going there to try and try and play and he wants to play every week and I think he's capable of playing every week. But as you say, if he's not scoring, then there's always this debate what does Chris Boyd bring to the team. I think he's far more of a team player now than he was certainly in his Rangers days. I think he changed. We saw that in his his second spell at Rugby Park before he went back to Rangers. So I think a fit and well Chris Boyd should walk into that Kilmarnock team. He's, he's never ever struck me as a guy who comes off the bench and does his no. best work. He always seems to do his best work when he starts a game. Is that something that Gary Locke is he maybe just going to need to settle for that, start them, hope he scores goals and if he doesn't change it from there? Yeah, I, th- I think you either, you either believe in Chris Boyd or you don't. You either want him in your team and, and make him the focal point of your attack or you don't. I think bringing him on for five or ten minutes at the end of a game he might nick you a goal but for me for being Boyd he's a player who needs to kind of bed himself into a game he needs to work himself into a game and he's not he's not an impact player despite the fact that you might think he would be given he's an out and out goal scorer that's never been his game I think there's still still goals in him 
I think it was it was a good move by Kilmarnock to get him back there. It looked as if it would work for both Kilmarnock and for Chris himself. Clearly it didn't really work out from Ibrox the way he hoped. But it's pointless having Chris Boyd in your squad if you're going to sit on the bench because he's all about goals. He needs to get up and running. He needs to get the fitness levels back. He's not one for sitting on a bench. Are Kelly one of the teams you think that, that Mixu and United will have in their sights if they're going to pull somebody into this relegation scrap? No, I think they'll be trying to pull anyone into it. Let's be honest about it. When Motherwell were closest to them, albeit they've got a game in hand. Kilmarnock, yeah, 17 points, 9 points. Dundee United, I think, are on. It's going to be a big ass for them, Roger. I don't know what you think, but I think I think United might be gone already. Free kick taken by Cinema up on goalie. Beaten away there by McDonald. Appeared to be deflected. Turned across there by Mackay. Finlay bundled over McGowan. A penalty's been given. Very good save initially by McDonald. There was the foul. And it's even worse, I think, for Stuart Finlay. It's a red card for denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. Mackay from the spot. United have the lead. And Mackay has his seventh goal of the season. No one apart from Billy Mackay has scored the league for United since August so there was a record set at Dingwall at the weekend nothing to do with rainfall or high winds it was St Johnson's 7th consecutive away win in the league it's a club record for Tommy Wright's men and they had to dig it out Robert 2 up back to 2-2 and then Dave Mackay with that fantastic free kick just at the death late chance here for St Johnson there's Dave Mackay oh he's done it with the free kick excellent free kick from Dave Mackay and the skipper has won it for St Johnston the wall not well enough positioned. Yeah, he's, he's actually, I'd love to maybe actually go back and look at the stats because Dave McKay's known to get a goal or two in his time for a centre half. It's uh, fantastic, great great result for them. You've got to feel for Ross County a little bit, getting back into the game and looking as if they're going to get a point out of it. But I tell you what, as you say, Roger, you can't argue with that, those stats away from home. Absolutely outstanding. Tommy Wright, I was at the, the, the voting lunch last week for the manager of the month and Tommy Wright was someone we discussed for a fair, fair amount of time. His record last month was fantastic. It was just unfortunate for him. Party Thistle, such a sensational month with Alan Archibald there. But you can't argue with those stats. And if that continues for this month, I don't I don't think Tommy Wright will be that far away from the next level. You mentioned Dave McCann. It's in Johnson teams peppered with these kind of guys. Like Chris Miller, I know he didn't play the weekend. Stephen yeah. Anderson and David Witherspoon. St Johnson fan. Played wide there by Craig. Returned by Foster. <laughs> The pass back goes back to Gary Woods. Oh, he's driven it against Wallerspoon. The ricochet carries the ball in a free opening goal for St Johnston. It wasn't a good pass back, but Woods should have done better. He should have been safer than that. And Wallerspoon cashes in. Now in five goals, that's his best ever haul for a season. He's another guy that kind of goes under the radar, but it's clearly valuable to Tommy Wright. I've always been a big fan of Wallerspoon, to be honest with you, Roger. He was at Hibs uh, initially. He missed out in two or three cup finals, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And Including always, the 5-1 game, which I know, <laughs> I know hurt him badly. I was all, always, have always rated him, and I'm actually delighted for him that he's gone to St Johnson. He's playing so well, and he's clearly a big part of that team. He's someone, obviously, Tommy Wright relies on, trusts in, in the middle of his park. A, a, a powerful player for a midfield player. You just say that they've got a, a squad there, St Johnson, of reliable men, haven't they? You throw in a couple of young guys, but you, you, you've got, they've got real, real characters in there. We Midgey Miller, outstanding as you say I know we're taking the mick out of him because he comes in here for his work experience but he's a real proper player for them as well he'll be missed but you he, he right through that team and as you say Dave McKay he's been out for such a long time at Dundee initially and an unsung unsung hero in many ways but he's Mr Consistent and as I say it's probably worth looking at how many goals he's got 
throughout his career because it will be a decent, decent tally. Ross County certainly not giving the match up. Here's Irvin with the cross. Boyce goes in with an excellent finish. Liam Boyce gets his 13th goal of the season. Good work initially by Irvin. That's top-class finishing. Ross County be beginning to sweat. I mean, they've had a few poor defeats in the last couple of weeks, and although they're still top six, in terms of points, they're closer to Motherwell, second bottom, than they are to St Johnson in fourth place. I'm not going to get dragged into that, Roger. Either. Let's be honest about it. Jimmy Max done a fantastic job there with, with Billy Dodge, and, and they, I think they'll be looking up the way. There's absolutely no doubts about that. They're only point looking at the table behind Hamilton Ackies, and for me, they'll certainly be looking up the way. You, you just say St Johnston, I've got maybe that bit of a cushion ahead of them, but I, I, I love watching Ross County. I think they're a fantastic team. I think they play football in the right way. As I say, Jimmy McIntyre's going in there and he's he's changed the whole philosophy of that team in terms of the way they, they get the ball down and pass it. So no, I don't have any fears about them whatsoever. The, the points might tell you otherwise, but they'll pick up points, there's no doubt about yeah. that. It shows you the character of them. All right, all right they lost the goal a couple of minutes to go, but the character to battle into that game, get back into it, and they'll pick up more points than they, than they drop uh, between now and the end of the season. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.